Welcome back to King Rose Court. How are we all doing? Uh, I hope lockdown's been treating you well. And uh, we're back in King Rose Court, and we are going to keep the ball rolling with King Rose Court. I was considering finishing my podcast, but I've decided to keep it going for a little while longer because of stuff I want to try out on this show. Um, thanks again to anyone who's ever listened to me or downloaded the show or whatever every every listen is great i'm very appreciative i know i don't have a content every week but that's just the way i roll so i mean um if you're sticking with me great if not that's no problem i don't mind i do because i love it as everyone knows you've heard me say it enough times by now but tonight in king rose court we're going to have a special guest one of the beacons of Irish of supporting Irish metal in my opinion and that's trevor mccormick who runs Cranium Titanium in Galway and they've been very supportive of the Irish metal scene uh, ever since he started so we'll be having a chat with him and let's see how he thinks Irish metal is going today and who he likes and all that kind of stuff and um, it'll be nice to have a chat with him it's still going to be over the phone but I'm hoping to get back people back into King Wall's Court soon enough so without further ado uh, let's go and listen to a song and then we shall talk to Trev
Well, there you go. That was Horrenda with uh, Nerve Gas from the album. Is it Dialtas? Dialtas. My mates, um, of course, Dara, who was with me in Ghost of War, the Slayer Band, which is uh, only we only unle- unleashed this week. So uh, keep your eyes and ears open for the news on that as we get back to normal. Anyway, uh, welcome back to King Woe's Court. And we have a very special guest, in my opinion. Um, one of the beacons of Irish metal, I feel. Uh, very supportive of, of Irish metal up and down the country. And he is working tirelessly for Irish metal. In a, a little old Galway is where he is, I believe. And... Um, <laughs> we're doing a, another phone into a phone podcast tonight but i'm hoping to get back to doing face-to-face one soon because i you know i missed the, i missed the face-to-face if i saw trev would kiss him today you know <laughs> listen welcome well welcome at the king of court trev mccormick from cranium titanium how are you dude i'm doing great man thanks a million for having me on it's uh it's great yeah. Great, great to be on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for having me. Ah, look, I'm, I, I, it's been we were ta- we were talking about doing it for ages, and you know I go I go in and out of this bloody thing, and uh, I forget things, and so I look. We're finally doing it, thankfully, and I'm delighted. I really yeah. am. Good. Um, it must be unusual for you to be on the other side of the of the microphone, so to speak, for a change. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. It's um, I almost feel like, you know, it's just like you know, it's like well, well this kind of shit where you know you ask me a question and um, you know I ask you one back and I just keep on asking you questions. Hey, let's, like, kind of, <laughs> let's have a quiz off. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, of course, I've had you on 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 the show. I'd say at least three times. Yeah, definitely three. I'd say. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I know you're meant to do. We we try doing a special with um, Kirk from. Um, Crowbar. From Crowbar, and with yourself and Sean, that time you're doing that tour with uh, Ten Ton Slug, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, had you on then, I had you on another time as well, another time before that. But yeah, 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 yeah no, it's um, it's great to be on your show now as well. So, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's a great show, um, Thank you. absolutely fantastic. And I think it's sadly the way, um, you know, you're not, you know, oversaturated, you don't have the moon every single. Yeah. Weaker like that, you 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 do people you're invested in, so that's why I'm I'm on to be on the show. So thank you. Cheers for having me, man. Oh well, I mean you've you've always been a, a big supporter of my my work, so uh, I've always very appreciative of everything you've ever done from me and my bands. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries, man. No that's, worries, no worries, and it's great as well. Whenever um, you know, I play on the show, you kind of share it back, and you oh, know, it's yeah. the way it it's the way it works. And yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Cheers, man. So look, um, Trev, tell me about what got you into metal. How old were you when you got into metal? And give me an idea of like what was it like for you getting into metal. Talk to me. Right. Well, I suppose what, without kind of going back too far or, or you know getting into too much detail, which I'm mm. an awful habit of doing. <laughs> um, I suppose back like. I was kind of, I suppose, late enough getting into metal in a way. Right. Um, when I've been about 14, 15, probably around that age, to be honest with you. Um, so I grew up in Kildare, um, Clean in County Kildare, actually, right. which is not that far from uh, Dublin and all that. Yeah. Um, so we would have kind of lived out in the country a little bit. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, I would have seen the lads in school big into Guns and Roses and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And yeah. I don't know what it was. It never really 
it never really got me back then when I was in uh, primary school. Mm. And then in secondary school, like, I remember the first tape uh, I ever got was actually Billy Joel's River of Dreams. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Very metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 very metal indeed. <laughs> and um, I remember, like, you know, listening to that. And then, um, what do you call it? I, I suppose, like, I always like kind of um, faster kind of music, mm. I suppose. Um, you know, more upbeat kind of pop songs and, and that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. uh, too unlimited and that kind of thing. <laughs> I kind of like that more and more of that kind of stuff, right. uh, more energetic kind of music. But um, it was basically when Therapy put out the single Nowhere. Uh, oh, was that 93? Something like I that, think. yeah. 92, 93. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. They put out that single and I remember um, going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> My whole world was basically blown wide open. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? So I remember, you know, like everyone back back then, um, having the old uh, Ghetto Blaster, the old boombox, ah, and having, uh, a Maxwell tape one side, <laughs> and um, waiting tirelessly for it to come on the radio and then um, hitting play and record and listen to it like tirelessly and tirelessly yeah. again and again. And um, what happened then? Yeah, um, I suppose just trying to follow that band as much as I could. But uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even know where to go. None of my friends were to metal. Um, you know, none of them knew or even really heard about the band. They would have heard yeah. the single on the radio. Yeah. Um, and then a friend of mine, um, a cousin of his, a friend of mine who's, you know, um, his um, foster parents were German. Right. And their um, <clears throat> niece were. And um, she had basically everything therapy had ever released. <laughs> and uh, she just gave it to me one day. And I was like, Daddy. oh, wow. Daddy. So I listened to, uh, you know, she had all these crazy, um, you know, the hat soft and saying, uh, pleasure yeah. dead baby teeth. Um, all of this, um, you know, uh, the meat abstract singles, um, yeah, yeah, hats off to the same. I said already, oh, Caucasian psychosis was right back then. Yeah. Um, Face Strange, that's when they yeah. brought out that single as well. And uh, Trouble Gum, of course. Savage. And um, I was just like, okay, well, this is the one that has a single on it, nowhere. <laughs> um, so I stuck that on, and I remember the first song that was on it was Nimes. I was oh, yeah. like, you know, and we're going, holy shit, what is this? And I remember thinking that was awesome. And then they had songs like, uh, you know, Hellbelly and Judas, yeah. Judas, you know, Jesus without the suffering and all song. this. And I was like, oh, this, this is because, like, I, my, um, you know, my background and me, um, me dad in particular and all that, we, like, I would, you know, I, I would have had a very religious upbringing, like, you right. know, um, and hearing that kind of stuff, I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. So I made, they were all on CD, so I made a tape for myself with all of the evil songs in it about. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so there was about, out of about 14 tracks or 16 tracks that were actually on the CD, I probably only had about eight of them. <laughs> so again, I had this and I had it on my little Walkman and I played it to absolute death. And um, then... What happened, I went into, I did transition year, so then when I went into fifth year, I went into fifth year, obviously, with the, you know, the way it works, you kind of skip a year in a way, yeah. like, and you go in with the crowd that are coming after you. Mm. So, um, I got pally with these other lads, and uh, the, um, one of 
of them was just like I was talking about therapy one day and he was just like, you know, have you heard of Metallica? And uh, he gave me this mixtape, which I think was Justice for All and the Black Album kind of mixed. I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> so I know when I first heard the Black Album properly on tape, I was like, where's all the real cooler, heavier songs? <laughs> and... Uh, and then later on, then when I got Justice for All, I was like, oh, that's what that tape was. It was a minister <laughs> boat like um, So I remember, yeah, so the first, I think it was Justice, maybe one side and the black on the other side. Right. I think that's how it was. Uh, again, you know, just mind blowing wide open. And then someone, and then he gave me, uh, you know, the, the rest of the tapes, the uh, Master Puppets. Yeah. And um, it's bad because I remember when he gave that to me, and this would have been about. 94 right. he was like oh it's really old tape you know from 86 <laughs> and when you think about it now, it's not even fucking 10 years ago for yeah. Ben, like you know yeah. it's absolutely crazy. and whether now when you think back it's like yeah it is actually quite a while ago now because like, when, when I think of the 90s just it kind of feels like it's just the other day maybe that's all a part of just yeah. you know, getting older but, I think so yeah but, um, I feel the same about the yeah. 90s yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, but like, you know, when I was getting that, and then when I got killed, I was like, oh, 83, Jesus, you know? Huh. I suppose maybe it's because you're a teenager now, and then back in 83, I suppose I was only about five or something like yeah, that, you yeah. know, maybe. Probably looking at it. But um, yeah, and then from that then I went into Megadeth. I remember the first copy, first Megadeth tape I got would have been Rust in Peace, and mm. it was the worst recording ever because whoever the guy who made the copy for me actually he didn't do it properly no. what he did is he played it with PD and he just had a, a stereo or sorry with the built-in mic oh, no way. and he just recorded you know so basically you can hear his man doing the dishes in the background <laughs> oh, well it was fucking ridiculous like um, and then you get bits where it'd be kind of crystal clear and then bits where you know someone might have just thrown a you know, a tea towel or something over the radio yeah. and it went muffled. <laughs> but, um, yeah, played to death, absolutely loved it. And, um, yeah, I suppose that's it. And, uh, you know, years later, I've got a metallic and a Halloween tattoo on me and, you oh, know, right. history. And I just, um, I suppose from that then, um, the good old uh, metal show with John Kenny and 2FM yeah. had a lot to answer to as well. Absolutely. Uh, I remember hearing that for the first time here in Annihilator, um, which was a bit of a game changer again oh, for me. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember I heard Dusk and Our Embrace from Cradle of Filth, that would have been 96. Right. I remember I bought the CD and it frightened the shite out of me. I went back into HMV and I got Annihilator and uh, refreshed the demon and uh, nice. it was a bit more my speed. A, a few years later I went back to Cradle and Fields and yeah. kind of went down that whole black metal route uh, <laughs> a little bit more and stuff like that. But um, well, yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of in a in a nutshell, yeah. I remember yeah. Um, hearing Refresh the Demon on John Kenny's uh, 2FM show would have been about 96 on a Sunday evening. Yeah. Which was on, I think, 8 to 10 on a Sunday. And, yeah, it was about uh, that, yeah. Hearing that, you know, that um, that kind of pop goes wee- weasel intro that's on Refresh the Demon and going, what yeah. the hell? I'm trying to cram me homework before school the next day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just thought it was, um, yeah, it was just absolutely incredible. And I remember going, everywhere to try and find that yeah i went to hmv and then i just happened to walk by up i think it's up nasu street and there i saw the you know the white poster inside the sound center yeah with, um the logos for metal bands and my mm-hmm. logo was on it and i was just like oh, okay what's this yeah. so 
by the wind anyway and uh yeah, um, I remember looking for a band called Gravedigger as well, a German oh, kind of yeah. power band. Yeah. I went in there and, yeah, there you go. So uh, that kind of became a bit of a tradition. Years later, when I was working an extra vision full time, um, I used to go up every Wednesday and I used to spend nearly 100 quid, I think. Tommy Shop, he used to rip the piss out of me every time I went in. <laughs> ah, here he comes, I went to his cock metal. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I fucking love it. <laughs> Hey, fuck it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I used to buy fucking oh, Halloween and, uh, you know, all of these uh, cheesy power metal bands are big back then. Your Hammerfalls. Yeah. Um, who else is uh, big back then? Um, yeah, because there's a bit of a resurgence of power metal, I think, right? Uh, who, um, Nocturnal Rights and, you know, oh. Halloween and all, all that kind of what stuff. What about, you know? uh, we in the sense? So, yeah. Sentence. Big into yeah, so yeah, I went big into power metal actually for a good while. Primal Fear, all that stuff like yeah. so. Um, you know, and then I found of course uh, King Diamond and ah, lovely Fate and yeah, and that's kind of I suppose how it went and how it kind of went for years and uh, yeah, um, that's yeah, that's in a nutshell. Hopefully, uh, mm. hopefully, didn't bore you too much. Now, no, not at that, all. But, uh, because don't so, forget, Trev. Don't forget, like it's normally you're asking. What other people are into and what they're so it's nice to get a bit of an idea of kind of where you're come where you've come from, you know what I mean? Yeah, perfect. I think it's cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, I'd say I'd say a lot of people, you know, can um you know, what's the word? Uh, um you know, it's you know, it's a fairly similar story I think to a, a yeah. lot of people. Like it doesn't really matter as well what the band is in particular. because um, no. I know loads of people I I know um you know, there's 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 gateway bands there, yeah. and uh, like I I've got a friend who's massive into metal. I like think she's big into her like you know even like folk metal and stuff right. like that. And like it was um um it would have been um, some forty one that got her into it. Like, no do way. You know what I mean? yeah. So um, and you she know, pro- like she progressed from there. Yeah, this is it. This is it. You know, so um, I suppose as much shit as some of these bands get, you know, like um. You know they are, you know they 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 do. You know they are kind of part of the the whole uh, progression of it. If you yeah. you know like basically it's like you know it's kind of like bait once you get kind of hooked. You know yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's cute, but like I suppose you know yourself as well. Like um, back in the nineties, I remember getting Metal Hammer and Kerrang oh, and all yeah. that. Have, yeah. um, they have these new bands coming out. Like who was big back then? I suppose your Marilyn Monsons were big back then. And, yeah. Um, who else? So it's bands like Piston and uh, right, yeah. you know Jesus. those kind of bands and stuff like that. But it never really struck a chord with me. I remember I used to get you know they used to have the sample CDs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, it was really you know after hearing the metal show and um, going into Sound Cellar, that's that's when I started going, oh right, okay, <laughs> okay. And at my first hints, this was of an Irish metal scene. I remember buying that Dreamsphere. Um, ah, Dreamsphere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was at a uh, Carol from um, Sound Center. Yeah. Um, it was his band. That's right. He, he gave me um, Scavenger, who are another, I think they're Dublin power metal band. Scavenger are from, they're Scavenger, from, yeah. Strahada. Johnny yeah. from, Johnny from my band used to play, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Johnny from my band plays, yeah. was in them. Oh, what? oh really? Oh, class. Yeah. Jesus, there you go now. But, yeah, I had those, um, I had those oh, demos or tapes, I had them for a good while anyway. Oh, yeah. um, 
sell a, something of copies of them somewhere. That would have been my first kind of foray into it. I think there was a couple of fanzines that there were sitting there as well. Yeah. And there was some fella, can't remember who he was, who was in the band, and uh, we were just having a big chat in Science Cellar one day, and, um, you know, here's me thinking I was all deadly, me euthanasia, making that shirt, and he mm. gave me, he gave me, um, he was telling me about um, Merciful Faith. Yeah. And again, yeah, it was a, another big kind of game changer for me. So, yeah, there you go. Like, um, so yeah, that's. Uh, so we're 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 firmly rooting power metals there, and then we're uh, expanding from there, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but yeah, it was always a more speedier and um, trashier kind of stuff now yeah. that. Uh, that always kind of picked my interest for for a good few years until you know and like yeah it just kind of went in kind of waves like that for me and then yeah it was years later I got Sabbath's uh, first album and I remember going holy Jesus yeah. and it's weird because like for a lot of people it kind of goes the other way around and then I got you know Sabbath's one and it was just like this is just amazing like yeah. holy crap and I just went on a I started binge for ages. And I think Heaven and Hell was probably the first one. I would have been into Dio before I would have been in Sabbath. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, but um, I, I think, uh, again, a fella in school gave me a mixtape or something like that of Dio. I think he was calling him Diode. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? It's named after, I think, the lights up your bike. <laughs> the, the <dancing. laughs> and you go, well, if you cycle fast enough and you're listening to Diode, it's fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> it makes her light light up pretty quick. And I was like, fair enough, man. Grand, grand. So I listened to old, good old Diode. Diode. Um, uh, I did a Heaven and Hell and stuff like that. And uh, um, Holy Diver, of course. And um, yeah, years later, I would have gone into Sabbath then. And, uh, mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how it was, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I suppose, uh, like, even the first Korean Titanium show that I would have done, um, which was back in, was it 2009? So yeah, I'm 10, wow. 11 years, 11 yeah. years doing the, the Korean Titanium show. So the very first show I would have done was all just, you know, like, uh, I think the very first song you played was For Those About to, to Rock by ACBC. And yeah. that's happened for years, to be honest with you. Um, so it was just, uh, you know, for the first, what, five years, I think it was just um, playing bands like that. Just, yeah. uh, you know. Um, and have you always been, have you always been on Flirt FM or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. Um, like, I was in college in in Galway, and uh, you know, I was aware of uh, Flirt FM. I knew Paula, the station manager there, and um, oh. my wife's sister did a show actually. So I would have sat in her shows a couple of times. So. Yeah. That's how I kind of, you know, became familiar and stuff with, with Flirt FM and all that. But, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I remember um, another guy who did a show, actually, he does a wing nut on Spin, um, Spin, Spin um, his name is uh, Ray, Ray Wingnut is the, the name he goes by anyway. Oh, right. And, uh, yeah, people listening, if you have kids, you probably know him as Mutor Ray, who's on the RT Hub in the mornings. But um, <laughs> I remember him saying, like, he was like, yeah, he said, uh, you said, I used to have a, bit of a metal show on here, but he said, it's very hard for people to take you seriously when you do a metal show on Flirt FM. And I was like, yeah, it kind of is. So, um, like, <laughs> you know, like, um, I suppose the name Flirt FM, I suppose, is very of its time. Yeah. I think, I find it was, you know, but, um, 
I know uh, there's been a few nods and winks about the name for it, but look, hey, you know, it's... Uh, it is what it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a good station. It's got some great shows on it. So, yeah, if it's called oh. Fort of Hem, sure it's called Fort of Hem, you know. But so, there, um, there's, what, three metal shows on it, isn't there? Or something like that? Um, Fort now, there is... Well, there's myself and Anthony. Anthony's actually, he's got bleeding eardrums. He's actually on, um, he's on a lot longer than me now. He would right. have started in like 2005, I yeah. think, even earlier than that. Um, himself and Johnny King, uh, you'd know, you definitely know Johnny anyway. Um, yeah. He'd be going to all the gigs up in town and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he knows uh, the lads to crew con fairly well. Right. Um, but he, um, they were doing the show together for years anyway and then yeah on about 2009 and now it came on but there was another show on as well more of a kind of a punky one collaboration on the ground so there was three on at one stage yeah um, but now there's two um, two proper metal shows so it's there been we go. So, um, and that's it's been going for a while so yeah so um, but yeah yeah there you go sorry I've been yeah. talking continuously here that's so um, if you want to jump in with a question yes. throw it back away sorry it's fantastic hearing you chatting away, man. This is brilliant. This is what I want. I want, I want people to know you. You know what I mean? So yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> How, are you um, musically inclined in any way? Do, do I play an instrument? Yeah, or yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was in. Um, I play bass. Oh. Um, kind of, uh, you know, I played it a bit more seriously back, back a few years back, but. Um, you know, I kind of dabble now. Um, but yeah, 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 I play, play a bit of bass. I would have played in a few bands now, not really? too, too mental. But um, yeah, I would have played, played in a couple of bands, but yeah, nothing I would have ever really, you know, a couple of cover bands here and there, nothing I would have ever really went to yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. to kind of, never played any kind of religion, original stuff really or anything like that now too much. But, um, but no, I've got a bass now at home and, um, Okay. I own that Christmas. I've got a Harley Benton. I know it's uh, lovely. It's no. Benton, but um, oh. like it, it's uh, like me. Me dad now he um, he's big into music now, mm. um, and my my dad's side of the family now would have been all big into music. Uh, my dad now would have played um, guitar. Well, he was actually bass player first. But my dad was. He's got mm. a nineteen seventy two Fender Precision bass. Oh. And, uh, Nice. Hopefully he, uh, you know, yeah. half <laughs> down. <laughs> Hopefully he, I go on one of those, but yeah, no, he minds it like a baby. But yeah, it's um, absolutely gorgeous. But um, yeah, he's big into his uh, gear and his guitars. He's got a Hank Marvin signature Strat. Nice. He's got um, so yeah, he's big into his stuff. But he would have played in loads of show bands uh, up and down the years, and yeah. he would have played in the concourse for a bit. So yeah, he was always he was always big into music. So um. But yeah, it's funny because he would have been into um, like an album I absolutely love, like um, or a band I love, uh, Deep Purple. Right. He would have been into all of that stuff, but like he never really played it much around the house or anything like that. It was kind of strange, you yeah. know. Yeah. But always music in the house, and he was always playing like you'd never seen without a guitar in his hands. He always had it, you know, just um, noodling away on it while he's watching the telly the whole time and just. Um, you know, like he'd be into all types of music as well. Like I used to have uh, a year and a half in the life of uh, Metallica um, yeah. documentary, and he'd be 
looking at that and I had one I think it was Ev- Revolver the making of Megadeth's Euthanasia album okay. I remember coming home from school and he was sitting up watching that so yeah he was <laughs> he was into music so yeah it definitely would have got you know Brilliant. some sort of that you know appreciation of music from him alright yeah. um, definitely um, and we would have been living out in the country the prefab there in his band um, he was in a cover band as well for a while he used to be practicing out the back and uh, all of the uh, instruments would have been plugged into you know <laughs> there would have been one extension lead coming okay. out of one socket that was in the prefab and <laughs> um, you know you'd be in the middle of fucking watching like Buffy or something like that yeah. like the power just go, you know. And, and he goes into the shed and be one extension, and it'd be about fucking a million <laughs> extensions going up that one. Oh man, it was absolutely brilliant. But well, it was okay but, uh, back then because it was all safe, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go, yeah, yeah. So it was all, it was all good, but um, yeah, but now it's like I have the bass at home here now, and I must, um, I must get back mm-hmm. into. I don't know. I, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw my social media there. I recently purchased a second base there. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got two. Have you got like Gibson one? You've got Reckenbecker. Is that correct or? Well, the first one is the is the Nepophone Les Paul. Les Paul. Okay. Uh, I got okay. that two weeks ago. It's a gorgeous thing. Uh, actually, Necker Butcher apparently from Mayhem uses one. That's oh what, right. I was nice. I was I was told that there the other day. <laughs> right, uh, and I've seen them and they're gorgeous, right. absolutely gorgeous. The other one, Sorry, what was the other one? The other one is yeah, it's it, well we call it we affectionately call it the Rick and Faker because oh, okay. it's a it, it was a Chris who used to be in the band with me bought it for me a few years ago and oh, just right. it was like a hundred quid on eBay or whatever and it's one of the best bases like all my all my bass players that have been in bands with me fall in love with this thing. It's it's. There's, right. there's nothing done to it, but it just sounds amazing. So it's yeah. basically the the body is based on a Rickenbacker, and there's just right. some dude just made it one day and put it up on eBay, and I've had it right. for a, I have had it for about Jesus twelve years, toward, no longer actually, and it's just right. beautiful. Oh my god, and like I'm only I'm only like I thought for years I could play bass. I thought it was you know the big I am you know, and I couldn't. So I am. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to, to kind of learn now myself. Um, now that I have, oh, okay. kind of, now that I kind of have the time and the the the, the dedication, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing now is is uh, just keeping it going, and so you know. Yeah. So I got. So I got. Yeah. I, I, my mate was saying once you once you start playing, you'll start looking at other guitars, and then sure enough, a week after he said that. I saw that other that that egg, uh, Les Paul. I was like, oh yeah, I need that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, because no, no, I got one now actually. Um, the wife just got me. It's um, it's kind of a Fender Precision um, knockoff, basically a Harley yeah. Benton kind of one. And mm. yeah, it's gorgeous. Like, oh, and yeah, it's Harley Benton. But fuck it, there's no point. Like I don't like. You know, if I haven't played in years and I'm basically a beginner, like I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, feel right, you know, spending crazy money no. on uh, a big crazy instrument. Like, you know, if, if this thing, and it's a good instrument, I have to say, it's hardly been, but it's a good instrument. And mm. like, if I do get better at that, it's like going, okay, now you can get yourself something a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah, like, I know as soon as I got this, it's just like, I just want another one now, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I have to say, I, I, 
never. Absolutely. Like, but I saw some guy actually got the exact base. I had the Harley Benton one, and um, he, uh, what do you call it? He cut, custom it, the stuff you call it. Customized uh, it. Yeah, to make it look like Sting's base. Oh. You know, Sting. And um, it looks deadly, actually. So it's kind of going. Dead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so if I get a notion of have a bit of time behind somebody, <laughs> I might do that to it. But, uh, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, no, it's, man, and to be honest with you, I think, you know yourself, like, bass as an instrument gets a lot of shit, like, yeah. but, um, you know, the people are like, oh, fucking bass, blah, 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 blah. I actually think it's quite a versatile instrument, yeah. you know, and, like, I've written a couple of riffs before. On bass and stuff, and you can. You oh, can absolutely. Write a on bass. Yeah. Like I try playing guitar, but to be honest with you, I just don't have the patience for it. I'm the um, same. I'm the exact same. Yeah, I don't have the patience for it. Like I've tried playing it, and it's just like ah, here, you know, just yeah. like trying to learn the chord, and yeah. you know, you go from one chord to the other, and you know, you don't get the quick enough or in time. And I know that comes to you with time and dedication yeah. but like I just love the fact you can just kind of play a riff on the bass and yeah. you know smoke in the water absolutely Boom, there you go you're like deadly <laughs> it's <Done>. great isn't <laughs> it <laughs> you know uh, even having a hell of a bit of uh, uh, you know do 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 yeah. do 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 you know and you're just like yeah that's Savage. it you're away you're away in a hack happy days you know come here um, do you, give me give me some of your favourite bass players actually since we're talking about bass favourite bass players Jesus well I suppose um, uh, who I suppose well Billy Sheehan isn't it from uh, Mr Big yeah um, he, he, he'd he be pretty deadly um, yeah I suppose what like Cliff obviously Cliff of course Martin. yeah um, but um, to be honest as well I, I, I kind of I like maybe I'm sure just show up the fact that I just can't play bass maybe in a way. But <laughs> I like I like the more solid bass players like Rex from yeah. Pantera. Okay. You know, um, <clears throat> Aria from Slayer. You know, mm. um, you know Lemmy and uh, you know like uh, obviously um, uh, Phil from um, To Lizzie. Yeah. You know, but I, I like more kind of solid bass players. I, I was never really uh, you know like. Um, you know, your 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 cliffs and uh, your um, Billy Sheen and all that are yeah. absolute wizards. But it's the same thing as well with uh, guitar players. Yeah. I would have never been a Satriani or a Steve I kind of a head, really. really? Um, I would have preferred, you know, um, I like a guitar, I suppose, to sound like a guitar. Yeah. And it's the same with a bass, maybe, you know. Um I like them kind of pushing the boundaries, but not pushing the boundaries. If that makes any sense. Yeah, makes sense. Because you hear C voice sometimes, and um, you're just like listening to his stuff, and it's just like, you're like, I might even listen to a fucking guitar. It sounds like a fucking synth. Yeah, now. I oh, hate that. Yeah, all that, all that kind of you know, instrumental stuff. Yeah, I can't stand it. Um, no, it's just kind of like, um, some of my favourite bass lines are just some of the most simplest stuff. So, you know, I suppose I've never really... Um, would have um, you know been into flash players or fleas yeah. or any of that kind of stuff like yeah, I mentioned Sting there like yeah. I love I love Sting I think uh, I think he's he's great he is as well yeah um, so yeah yeah that's uh, you know um, well, you, can't, you, can't, you can't beat Be- you can't beat Geezer Butler though absolutely oh Geezer yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant 
was like that was Joey DeMaio from Manowar as well. <laughs> but he's kind of you know, poor old Manowar. Good Lord. <laughs> Oh, oh stop don't, let's, not, know, yeah. let's not talk about them on my show no, <laughs> no god no alright <laughs> you just edit this bit out of Karen's ah, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah these are both yeah, absolutely phenomenal like yeah, yeah. yeah just amazing amazing uh, everything about that band is just yeah. just incredible really like yeah there you go absolutely. the people and all really yeah. oh absolutely um, but Scott Ian from Anthrax just said that you know um, I think it was him that just said basically Everything that came after Sabbath was just basically, you know, Sabbath just done differently. Done yeah. either faster or slower or just, yeah. Um, yeah, it. can't beat them. I just can't beat them. I mean, I met Bill Ward once, actually. And sorry for cutting across you there, but I met Bill Ward once. And I just said, I just said to him, like, thank you so much. You know. Oh, it's you know, that's all I could say. I couldn't say anything else to him. I was just like, thank you so much. And he said, you're all right. Yeah. You're all right, mate. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, no, to get that opportunity, because you have met some legends yourself, haven't you? Oh, You've absolutely. Met, um, yeah. Oh, I've met ACDC. Wine you know, you know, uh, from um, St. Vitus. Yeah, yeah, sure. We we played with Spirit Caravan when they when they won. When they played Dublin, yeah, yeah, which was yeah, awesome because yeah. uh, yeah. Wino's a big, a big influence on me, kind of later me, you know, uh, the way he's, he, he, the way he approaches lyrics and vocals and that kind. Of, not that I sound like him, but I just love his approach, you know. And um, yeah, yeah, but sure, yeah, like I've met ACDC man, and I met Tool and met Slayer a couple of times, and you know, I've had life. I've met loads of people, you know, and that's and for me. It's just meeting them. It's not a case of, oh, take a photograph. Oh, get the autograph. No, yeah. just to meet them and say, I like your stuff, thanks a million or whatever, you know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that probably means much more to them as well because oh, yeah. they know you're being genuine. You're not just trying to get, you know, a couple of likes in your Facebook profile. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is it. Um, no, that's, that's class, man, absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, tell me, tell as well. Um, yeah, I would have got there heavier than thou. Um, oh, yeah. And I remember thinking it was uh, well, heavy is the most miserable stuff I've ever heard. It's brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. But sorry, man, you were saying. Uh, I was just going to say, um, what's, so, like, I was still want to keep talking about uh, cranium titanium for a few minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, what was I going to say? I mean, surely it feels great to be able to promote metal the way you do, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 this is it. Um, yeah, no, it is. It's deadly altogether. But I suppose, like, the show really came into its own, I suppose, when I started playing more Irish metal bands. Yeah. Um, and, like, how did that even fucking come about? Um, I had a couple of mates of mine, and they were, because, like I said, I was just playing, you know, the stuff I liked, you know, yeah. um, from bands that I thought were fairly underground, but, you know, mm-hmm. um, were fairly mainstream, I suppose, yeah. in a sense. Um, you know, um, like bands like, you know, Primal Fear and stuff like that, and, yeah. you know, uh, that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, friends of mine who would have been into more underground stuff, um, uh, Regina and Adrian, their names up in Galway, they would have put me on to, um, they, she ran um, for a while uh, the Overkill Facebook 
age. Oh, really? And back in 2011, that's when things really started taking a bit of a turn, I suppose. Um, so back in 2011, she organised an interview with me uh, with um, Psy Keeler from Africa. Mm. And that would have been my very first interview. And then there was a band supporting them called, um, who were they? Fall of Fate. Mm. And those two were my first interviews. Yeah. And, um, that's what I did for a while. I used to go up to Dublin and I used to kind of, you know, hang around at a CH and uh, Pete. Uh, Peter Reese kind of coming in and uh, setting the places up and I'd be sitting there having a coffee waiting for bands to come and <laughs> um, I think my second kind of big interview was Simon Hall actually with uh, mm-hmm. the owner um, so um, so yeah that's what I was kind of doing for doing for a while and I suppose when you start kind of interviewing these um, you know more underground bands and then they start sharing on their social media yeah. you know you start you know, then all of a sudden, then you, uh, you know, you start getting approached by maybe, um, you know, there's like uh, a guy called, um, by various promoters who, you know, mm. are agents who represent certain bands and then yeah. they send stuff your way. And yeah, so um, that's kind of how it goes. But I suppose, um, what's with the Irish metal stuff? I suppose, uh, what have I played? Um, I think... I'm just trying to think, when did I actually kind of, I suppose, um, yeah, the Irish Metal Archive, John from the Irish Metal Archive uh, would have found me on Facebook and I would have seen some stuff he would have shared and stuff like that, you know, um, and then I think, yeah, the very first band I actually interviewed, so I started doing phone interviews, so I started yeah. going from pre-recorded interviews into phone interviews, live, yeah. and um, I always, I, I, I definitely like that format a bit more because it was yeah. a 20-minute phone interview and um you know like it just kind of suited the show a little bit better uh and then you know sometimes i did two or three fucking interviews and it just yeah Yeah. like it was just you know a bit crazy at times trying to do that much but i think just doing one interview was kind of good because um you know i didn't get their life story or anything like that but um it was like it was was, it's like as i always saw the interviews that i kind of have live as more of a promotional thing for the bands i have a quick chat with them and kind of get people up to speed of what they're about and then if they have anything new or a tour coming up or something like that that's kind of the format really of interviews um that's how that came out but yeah and so my first interview ever would have been with um uh what's his name um, he's the vocalist and bass player with uh, Wolf Regime. Oh, I know. Uh, Keith, Keith, Keith Anderson Brady. That's his name. name. Yeah. Um, he would have been the very first live interview on the phone at Fair Play to Me's office because, um, you know, I, I just wasn't prepared at all. And then the next one then would have been the lads from Legion of Wolves. Oh. Um, so that would have been the second phone interview I ever did. Um, that would have been Corey and... Um, Oh, man, the drummer, his name escapes me completely. I'm not sure. The drummer from Legion of Wolves. I'm sure someone will tell uh, us. <laughs> heck, yeah. Oh, God, he's going to kill me because I'm friends <laughs> him on Facebook and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, she just put up a podcast there today um, as well. Oh, man, oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> I, can't think, I can't think of his name. He, he drummed with uh, a band a car in a day for a bit. It'll go to me. It'll go to me as the right. show goes on anyway. But um, those two lads, anyway. Um, they would have been um, 
they would have been the second kind of uh, live phone interview. Yeah. And then from that, then it just kind of um, just went on. Yeah. And uh, what happened then? And then I suppose uh, with the kind of bigger bands and stuff like that, um, what would have happened then? Um, I suppose I got an email one day. So all of these record companies, you know, your Nuclear Blast mm. and your Century media and your napalm records and uh metal blade and all that kind of stuff mm. they would have um, been contacting flirt fm so flirt fm sent me on um they actually got a new music producer person in and he would have far be on his email so the previous one maybe wouldn't have right. but um the new guy did and um i just responded one day to nuclear blast and all of a sudden i started getting the new nuclear uh, blast promos um, and then I got you know interviews with the kind of bigger bands and stuff like mm. that um, which is great and all that kind oh. of stuff because there's like I, I got to interview Jeff Waters from Annihilator and obviously Lovely. that was uh, and the lads from Therapy obviously and being able to, mm-hmm. um, I interviewed them in person um, and they were sound as hell and I got the you know, pictures taken with them and yeah, been able to tell them you know you know, mm. <laughs> been able to show them this dodgy as fuck Halloween tattoo that I currently huh. have on. I actually got it done um, in the back of a sex shop in Dublin, and oh. did it. And he said, "Come back to me tomorrow, and I'll finish it off for you." So I went back to it the next day, and he was getting fucking evicted. So okay. I never got finished. So I've got this bastard-looking fucking <laughs> Halloween death angel, fucking uh, you know, um, monstrosity here on my shoulder, <laughs> like. But, um, and then, not only that, but I was able to tell, I interviewed the bass player from Halloween. No way. I was able to that too. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's gas. That's really funny. But, um, yeah, so. Uh, so that's, yeah, you've, you've, yes. you've, 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 you've got, go. you've got it all. Big, and big, small, Irish, international. That's, that's fantastic, oh, man. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, but, um, but, yeah, like. And the thing is, yeah, I've got a email now. If anyone wants to send me stuff, it's um, metalradioirland.gmail.com. Um, but the inbox is flooded. If I don't go near that email in two days, there's about 400 emails in there. Yes. Like, it's just, it's going to be crazy now. Because the thing is, like, people, I suppose, just get the email. Um, and you've got all types of underground, which is great. Yeah. But there's just so much stuff there now. But, like, what I'll do is I'll just go through it. And if someone sends me... Like, um, if I see an email coming to me directly from a band itself, that's what I prioritise, always. That's cool. Uh, Yeah, um, not one, you know, or or one that just has a bit of a personal touch to it as well is uh, always good. I find, you know, people who just, um, you know, kind of talk to you directly. Like, I got couple of ones there from the uh, lads from uh, Strangers with Guns and, um, you know, uh, uh, they sent me once and the lads and turf boy and you know yeah uh, they would have sent me on some some uh, some emails and like you know I would know the band as well yeah um, but yeah that's how it kind of started out uh, I suppose with, with the show and the interviews and the kind of general p- progression of, of yeah. the way it kind of went um, and then I got a two hour slot at one stage and that was great I have to say yeah um, 
you know, because I was kind of going, okay, right, first hour, just interviews. And yeah. then the second hour, we'll just do music. And then, of course, I just ended up doing interviews the whole time. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like doing interviews, I have to say. I like playing music too, obviously. Yeah. But um, the interviews, it kind of feels like you're kind of co-doing the show with someone, you know. Um, of course, yeah. And I love, I love, as you can tell, because I haven't shut the fuck up since <laughs> you've uh, spoken to um, <laughs> I love, I love, I love chatting, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's what I like. You know. So yeah, so it's kind of um, it kind of kind of works well. But no, I'll always prioritize um, you know, the Irish metal bands. I, another thing I try and do now, you know, you might laugh at me when I say this, but um, what I try and do is if I have, and again, man, you know, you might be thinking I've got fucking notions here now <laughs> saying it's but what I'll try and do is if I if I get a you know a big band in, yeah, um, I got Whitechapel, like oh, dead, you know. Yeah. Low, Love them or hate them, they're a big band. Of course they are. I know fuck all really about them, to be honest with you, but I know the opportunity came my way. And I was like going, okay, I'll definitely get them. And then I was kind of going, who's a band that have something coming out now? Or, you know, mm. who like who even like this band? Yeah. And um, I know the Peasant Who a King lads were knocking around in Galway. Um, right. I don't know if you know, but I'm sure you've heard of Peasant Who yeah. King. Well, metalcore, they're kind of more of a decor band now. But they had just finished a gig on Sunday night in Galway. They were around. And um, they actually came into the studio, and they're massive fans of Whitechapel. And um, I was able just to... Now, it was a bit cheesy, but I was talking to your man, you know, Phil Bosman, and I was like, oh, here's your, uh, you know, here's your uh, support pack on the phone here now. And, <laughs> you know, so, some people probably would have been listening kind of cringe and really hard. Going, oh, my God. Instead of her fuck's sake, <laughs> but like it's just like you know, fuck it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, fuck it, you it's know, your show, like, man. Uh, you I, do, do what you want, me, yeah. To me, I, and I know the, the lads were very appreciative of it as well, yeah. you know. And then afterwards, with the um, with the podcast, when I put it up, I put up the full show, and of course, you know, I'll never, and I know some of these um, um, uh, record companies and something yeah. like that, they like me in the interview alone. Um, just edit it out and I never do that. I always yeah. just send them the full podcast show. Absolutely. So it's just like, yeah, and it's just like, you know, and again, you might be going, ah, yeah, yeah, fuck's sake. Like, but like, and I know a lot of people probably will just skip. Now, I know Mick's kind of done this thing now where you actually cannot skip the shows, which is kind of... Yeah, right. that's right, yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people would just kind of skip to the interview, but like, now, you know, if you're, you know, a fan of Whitechapel, um, you know, you really want to hear an interview I have up on next time. You're going to have to listen to the best of game one first. So. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's a great yeah. thing. That's great. Fuck it, but you know what I mean. The, that's um, the way to use your uh, so, your reach, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like and again, you know, and I don't know like Metal Blade, then like Metal like Metal Blade USA, who have like tons of followers, yeah. shared the um, the image and the um, podcast on their social media. Right. I like. You know, I remember just seeing the peasants of the king lads up there in the Metal Blade Records thing. I remember just kind of going, oh, that's steadily. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and like the thing is, uh, you know, like, I don't know what will come out of it. Like, probably nothing. Doesn't you matter. Know, but still, it's cooler that it happens than if it didn't happen. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And, and it's stuff uh, like that, that why I'm saying, you know, you, you look, you know, you're one of the beacons of words metal because you're doing shit like that. You don't have to, but you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, thanks, thanks, dude. Yeah. Oh, thanks, because it is something I've been trying to do. Like, I know I had Zella Cult, um, I'd Rotten Christ, mm. and it's Zella Cult. 
Braun, that's a pretty good match, yeah. Let's yeah, do that. Um, you know, um, but yeah, like, and again, you know, like I said, you know, there might be people listening to it kind of cringing a little bit going, oh, your man's got yeah. off notions. But like, I, don't know, I think, you know, I, I, I think, I don't think there's any harm in it. Do you know what I mean? No, of course it's not. You're helping out, you know what I mean? Look at it that way, yeah. you know. Um, so, listen to me. Um, give me a, give, throw a few uh, shout outs to some bands, Irish bands that you really like. Over the years, give me some some of your some of your standout bands. I mean, we've had you know well, yourself, we've had some, some amazing talent over the years, you know. Yeah, gotcha, absolutely. Well, of course, I've got to say your two projects anyway. First, of course, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. Um, you know, the two tales of all would have played you guys quite a lot in the Thank show. You. Thank um, you. And I love um your latest track. I have to say. Oh, cheers. Um, Order That's the one that was recorded a good few, back in 2011, I believe. Right. Right? Yeah, with Mick Richards, it was a, a freebie that he offered us, and we we enjoyed okay. it today. So yeah, and we just decided to resurrect it there because it was a it was a good enough quality uh, to do. So we just put it up. <laughs> Deadly, and like that wasn't re-recorded or anything, Carol. No, no, we just did that on that That's day. That's just the way it was. Right? Yeah, class, absolute class. Um, Order of Lies, I believe, isn't that the name? That's the, the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's absolutely great. And of course, Bloodwood. Um, that, yeah, that featured. Now, um, this Irish Metal Pole Awards thing, which I don't know if we had the time or didn't have the time to come to. I know that that was um, one of the picks. I kind of did it a little bit differently now last year. I actually got um, a kind of adjudication panel in, but I know. Yeah. The judges themselves, um, I think that came number one in a lot of their choices anyway. Right. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, and that was class, I have to say, absolutely class. Um, and we're the El Terror Inside T-shirt. Hey, hey. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, can't, can't beat it. But, um, you know, there's yourselves, there's, of course, there's Slug. Yeah. Um, Slug are great, absolutely, absolutely. brilliant. Um, there's Zora as well. Um you know, they they're just a band, they just seem to be progressing Absolutely. all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, they've kind of started off as kind of a doomy outfit, then they kinda of went sludgier and then they just yeah. threw in the kitchen sink pretty much and it's just <laughs> working out. Crazy music, uh, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just really, really good. And of course there's some of the kind of newer bands, um, you know, there's one of the guys uh, you mentioned your um Slayer Ghost War, um the Guitarist from um, I Only Dead Cult. Oh, yeah. They're a great band. Um, I'm just trying to think, yeah, there's Tombs, they played something there recently. Tombs, yeah. Um, yeah, but like, it, it, it's definitely like the Irish metal scene, you've probably seen this yourself, like, it's fairly, it's on fire. Like, uh, I'm fairly poly with Dave from Apenum, they're um, an instrumental post metal band okay. from. Or Waterford area, and uh, I remember him saying to me like, and Dave now, yeah, being his early to mid twenties, I say now, but like you know him saying we're kind of in the golden age of Irish metal, or at least we were a couple of years yeah, back, yeah, until this whole COVID thing hit. But um, yeah, it's just it's really because I know there's a lot of it kind of in Dublin, but it's definitely filtered out throughout the country. Yeah, oh, big time. You know, because I would have been, like, I was, you know, born and raised in Kildare for years. Mm. Like, it's the age of 25 is when I actually moved west. Um, so, yeah, I would have, um, you know, would have been, you 
know, that's that's where all the gigs and everything happened. Yeah. All the big bands would always play in Dublin. But like you see the likes of the bigger bands now, you know, like Rotten Christ there mm. in Cork, which yeah. is pretty amazing. The Armora Matt and Behemoth there in King John's Castle as well. That was amazing. Um, so yeah, it's just uh it's fucking great to see it. But of course this whole COVID thing is oh. everything kind of gone tits up a little bit now, but um just I suppose give a bit of a shout out to the Bad Rep Boys who are doing yeah. a uh, live at Dolan's thing every Friday at eight o'clock. Fantastic, isn't it? And um, it is great. Have you been tuning yourself? Yeah, you yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the no, Zealot Cult was class. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a cult one. Yeah, sure. There's a side down so like yeah. Um there's a couple of bands like that now. Um there's the boys in uh, as possibly the Actum as well in Dublin. There's a couple yeah. of bands like that, like Zella Cult and Suitsayer and all that. You can nearly do a This Is Your Life documentary on them, you know, because yeah. uh, all the bands that they've been in, you know, like I you know it's Zella Cult. Um, oh, what's Swarm? It the Swarm? It's the first band. Yeah, and then the the the, the Swarm, I think. Yeah. Victim X, I think they're all That's right. kind of part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's that's deadly, but um, no, it's great, and it's like you know the kind of um, I suppose the older bands as well, um, you know they're still around and kind of, you know, especially something like the Siege of Limerick where they just have like all of this stuff coming together. I think it's great to see it. Like, really, it is, yeah. You know? Um, and it's nice to see the younger bands and the older bands kind of, you know, yeah. um, do stuff together as well and I think there should be a bit more integration like that kind of thing you know yeah. Um, so yeah because like the whole like I suppose you know metal elitism and stuff like that I wouldn't oh. be I don't know I just it's not something that ever really occurred to me to be honest it happens to be honest you know like um, I you know I just uh, like if I was doing a show like I'd just be playing Newer, younger bands and older bands, and yeah. you know, whatever the hell is kind of coming out, like you know, I just play it all in one go. I wouldn't kind of go one way or the other, I just yeah. play it all, really. Um, but yeah, you know, yourself, you know, it's great to see it. Um, but uh, hopefully, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, um, hopefully, we'll be able to overcome this COVID crap and uh, get yeah, given again. Yeah, you know? hopefully, man, hopefully, just um, yeah, just hopefully, people just. <laughs> Like they're saying that they have a, a vaccine now or something like that, or yeah. they're, they're going to have one by I think January or February next hopefully, year. So um, hopefully, yeah, yeah hopefully we can just go back to it again, um, back to the way things were. Things were because like yeah. um, just to talk about the siege of Limerick as well. Like um, you know, it's a family kind of a thing. Yeah. Like I've got my kids. Um, I bring the kids down today every year, and they absolutely love it. And um. It's great to kind of have the kids at such a young age, you know, and they're yeah. seven and nine to be kind of, um, you know, like like my kids' first ever band that they saw live was Sectile. Like, I think that's Savage. Like, you know. Savage. So, um, yeah, yeah. Sectile, uh, again, another great band, Sectile, I have to say. Yeah, brilliant band. Arjuna's Eye are kind of doing the rounds now. They're great so as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and then you've got some of the more older bands, Celtcore, which I see um, uh, Steve has kind of left the band, and uh, yeah, the the drummer has left as well, which is That's sad. Right. And yeah. I have to say, oh, yeah, um, great band, great band, Celtcore. I know you're big, for, you know you're fairly poly with um, the with Dave, with them all actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it was it Dave and Steve that kind of started that band? Yeah, think, wasn't it? yeah, they started it uh, off years ago. Absolutely great. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, just, oh, just so much freaking talent there. It's just, it's but, a, it's a strange time for bands because, as you know, two of my members left, and then two of Celtigore, yeah. and then there was a couple of lads from Cruacon left as well. So. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a strange old time for Irish metal, and we're you know we'll like, we're, we'll all get back on our feet again, you know. Um, yeah, this is it. No, it must be tough because like you know, like you know yourself. Like I'm sure you love writing songs and you know writing lyrics and uh, you like recording stuff. Yeah. I'm sure, for, you know. But like I'd say for a band not being able to gig or oh, go on stage horrible. now and again, it's just horrible. horrible. Like I mean, you know? we we had our first jam back two thousand well there two weeks ago. And it was amazing. Yeah. Oh man, it was class. Like you know, just to yeah, be able to yeah. do it again. You know, see the lads and hang out and have a laugh and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like you know, as a punter, as someone who was dabbled in bands, but you know, I'm I'm more of a punter to be honest with yeah. you. You know, I'm one of these lads who kind of um, you know, or like I'm one of these lads who's right in the middle of a pit every single time. You know, yeah. um, just get going. I remember actually. <laughs> Back in the day, I saw Niall, um, that dead metal band, playing yeah. in Aiden and Dorans. And I remember, like, wow. you know, the biggest lad in the room, I picked him up and I just ran towards the stage with him. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm love just it. a bit of a man, a man who are like when it comes to gigs <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah, I just love it. Absolutely love it. And like, you know, mm. I know um, bands kind of feeding off that energy and stuff like that. And just, yeah. it must be tough. It is tough. All not to, well, look, we'll we'll, um, we'll, we'll overcome. Yeah, we'll adapt and overcome. Absolutely, absolutely. But look, fuck it, it's, it's a great time to be, I suppose, writing stuff, you know? Oh, it is, it is. Uh, and I'm, I'm you sure. know, and, and fine-tune stuff and just uh, laying some stuff down or, you know, um, experiment to a certain degree with yeah. stuff or with, with gear or whatever, you know? That's it, yeah, um, it's, 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 it's yeah. the time to keep uh, productive, you know? Yeah, this is it. Because I know there was some bands now that were just kind of gigging constantly. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I suppose that's the thing. Is that's the best way, really, you're supposed to look at all situations. Just kind of mm. see what you can get out of it. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Um, so you're going to make it work for you. Because um, I know the boys in Sensor, I think they had um, stuff that they were working on as well. I know yeah. I interviewed uh, Trevor there, um, was it late last year? And uh, I think they were working on stuff. But, like, yeah, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of bands, I think, were due to put out stuff yeah. this year. I would have put out stuff late last year, and I would have been hoping to gig it all this That's year. It. No country faith. Those are another great band. Um, yeah, absolutely. They put out their Curse of the Fallen um, last last year, and uh, they would have been looking to go gigging it all yeah. this year. I suppose. But um, no, it just just didn't happen for them, unfortunately. Um, yeah. For a lot of bands, I know I did a fairly big campaign on the show actually for Zora yeah. and Iron Culture. They're meant to be doing um, that's right, a tour thing, yeah. Their whole Immortals tour, um, yeah, they were meant to be doing that now, and yeah. um, you know they got signed out to hostile, hostile, hostile media and all that's that. And just yeah, it just didn't. Uh, it'll get it. It'll happen. You know? Ah, fuck talk. You know? Listen, Trev, I'm going to I'm going to just go to the fridge, open up a new can, and we'll be oh, back yeah, in we'll, 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 we'll be back in a minute, okay? So stand boy, okay? Yeah, 
And there we go. I'm, I've opened up my uh, my other can, my, my last can of Heineken, actually, believe it or not. Um, I'm not a I'm not a Heineken drinker normally, but like, yeah, there we go. One for <laughs> one for Jeff, one for Jeff. You know yourself. So anyway, as we were talking there um, about let's get away from COVID and all that crap for now. Um, you have a website called Metal Radio Ireland. Yeah, I do. Yes. Tell me, tell me about that. So the idea with Metal Radio Ireland was basically a hub for all the Irish metal radio shows. And we have quite a few. A lot of people don't seem to kind of notice. We, there's actually there's quite a few. Um, Irish metal shows and of course there's quite a few podcasts like yourself mm. you've got the metal cell and you've got um, the uh, the wrong kind of music as well yeah. um, podcasts as well all great um, but radio shows um, you know there's there's quite a few um, yeah. there's a good friend of yours uh, Damien James O'Farrell that's the um, one with the mosh bit that's the one uh, great show um, you've show. got You've got, um, you know, Rebel Radio with Ian McWilliams. You've got Bleeding Eardrums. You've got myself. You've got Put the Metal On. Um, Great choice. Yeah, there's, um, there's just, there's, there's loads of them out there, to be yeah. honest. And it's just, it's a hope of all these shows. There's actually uh, Room 101 in Cork. Um, they have loads of shows on that. It's a streaming app online. Yeah. Um, there's, there's loads of them. Absolutely loads of them. Because um, I know people... I saw a post there recently, someone typed me in it saying, um, is there any, uh, you know, Irish metal radio stations or um, shows or that kind of thing? And uh, yeah. people just cut up and went, oh, there was uh, back in the 90s, you know, it was the the metal show with um, yeah. your man John Kenny. And it's like, oh, we've had nothing like that since. And like, to be honest with you, I don't think anything like that is going to come back. It was great, the metal show on 2FM. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to get a metal show on today FM or two FM rally that ever again. Um, be great if we did. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I've, um, I've, because... been, I've been trying to between. Uh, well, it's not between you and me. It's obviously between all of us. Uh, I've been trying for a, a, a while to get a metal show on Nova. So okay. Uh, cool. With, yeah, with Tony Ainsco who does the 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 Friday Night Rock show, which is a brilliant show. Um. Mm. When but myself and himself have been trying to chip away at trying to get a metal show on, and we're you know I, I don't know what way it's going to go at the minute, obviously because I haven't been doing anything with it. But um, somewhere down the line, you might you might see a metal show on Nova, and if it is, it'll probably well I'm hoping it'll still be me doing the the hosting of it, like you know. <laughs> All right, Jeez, that'd be that'd be amazing. That'd yeah. be amazing, like yeah, yeah. um, yeah, because like. I definitely get Nova online. Obviously, um, you wouldn't be able to get it on FM now in this neck of the woods. No, but um, still, still though, that's a fairly big station to kind of get that on. It's great to see stuff like that happening as well. Because like, you know, I know with uh, Flirt FM, it's um, you know, you can hear us in Galway and you can hear us in uh, Mayo and um, that kind of stuff. But like, it would be great to have more of a reach and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, there is. Of shows anyway, kind There's of loads. but anyway, yeah. sorry, I kind of digressed a bit from your uh, question here. But like, basically, it's a hope for all these shows and how to get in touch with them and you know, um, send your stuff into them. And you probably saw there, I did a run of t shirts, um, yeah. um, 
to try and uh, fund doing a fully licensed online radio station, yeah. which I still am pursuing. I have to say, I was in touch with Imro and nice um, and looking at getting. I think it's a PPL license as well. So basically, you got to get two licenses. Um, say very quick, one that basically um pays the artist and one that pays um the performance of the song or something. Fair like play, yeah. So um. Yeah, so basically it's um, licenses, um, they're not mental expensive, right. and they're a bit of money, but they're not mental expensive, um, but yeah, so basically I've had the website, um, I just need to get some sort of, you know, obviously streaming radio software, Yeah. Uh, and then to get, you know, um, one that can do multiple streams where, you know, some pe- people, if they want to get involved, can do it from home, and then obviously get a license, so you can play whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then kind of do, but like with the whole COVID thing, like even Cranium now is kind of taking a bit of a dip um, with the whole COVID thing because, you know, normally when I'm in work, I'll kind of prep my show. And then when I'm actually, you know, every Monday, um, so I work in Galway and I live in Mayo, so I have an hour and a half commute to Jeez. and from work every day. Jeez. So, um, so what I would do every evening for Cranium is I just hang around work until about, you know, half seven and I'll go into Galway City Centre and yeah. I'll do the show and I'll drive home afterwards. Yeah. And um, it works fine. But like, I suppose when you're home the whole time and you're working, um, it's kind of hard to find, put that time aside to do stuff. Yeah. Um, when you've got that hour dedicated to a show, um, it just works. So yeah, so um, yeah, so basically, um, yeah, so it's still on the cards. I am absolutely ready. Let me know how it goes. Fine, cheers, cheers a little bit more. And then the Irish Metal Pole Awards, um, just to kind of touch on that there. Um, So basically, that started off with the Irish Metal Archive. um, And then we kind of just left alone for a while and it was just like, ah, fuck, I'll give this a go again. Yeah. And um, the thing was, again, it's a bit of crack. Yeah. So, you know, I've tried a bunch of different formats with it and stuff like that. Um, one year, I just did kind of a free-for-all where I just got every <coughs> in and just added it to a forum and let people kind of pick what yeah. bands they want. And like, with all voting things, it's like, whatever band pushes it the most yeah. is obviously going to win. Um, not, not, not taking that away from the bands who have won it, of course. Of course yeah. um, but, um, you know, um, the bands who do push it the most are going to obviously, you know, do do better out of it than the bands who yeah. don't. That's basically what I'm trying yeah. to say. Um, but, like, again, it's a bit of fun. And, again, it's another way of me kind of going, because I know last year... Um, when I did the whole adjudication thing, what I did is I just sent a list, a PDF to all of the, the judges. And there was, you know, man from therapy was there, uh, tall John from bad rep. There was a bunch of, um, you know, kind of prominent heads in the Irish metal scene and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, your man from therapy got back and, um, his choices, he included both of your releases, I believe yeah. um, mm-hmm. on his thing. And he was just like, I had a great time at this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm after listening to a bunch of stuff here. He says, fucking hell, are these all Irish bands? And I was like, yeah, it's the Irish Metal Fall Awards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was just like going, fucking hell. He said, I had a really, really good time over Christmas. So just listen to, you know, because I would have sent him all links as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, I had a great time just listening to all this stuff. And he goes, fucking hell, there's tons of really good stuff. He's like, yep. 
Absolutely. For sure is. <laughs> so, um, you know, that was kind of fun, I have to say. Um, but yeah, again, it's just like, you know, if people see these bands and are kind of like, I don't really know what to choose for, maybe, you know, and I had links there as well, maybe yeah. I'll just listen to a couple of these bands and see what I think. Exactly. You know, it's just another Again, thing. yeah, um, it's another way, also, it's, it's another way of giving back fair play, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, Why is it ridiculous? Um, no one else is, yeah. is making an effort. Do you know what I mean? Why yeah, is it ridiculous? Yeah, it's just like, what's the harm? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah, at the moment I just had certs. Hopefully it'd be nice to kind of get proper trophies. be nice to have a little ceremony at some stage. Yeah. Who knows? You, you never know. know. These, uh, you know, notions that I have now at the moment. Uh, Carol. But, um, no. you know, but again, you know, like I know this year now I did it on Facebook, um, Facebook Live. And uh, I do think now this year, I did it later in February or March. Mm. And with the whole, you know, COVID thing, I did think it went down a little bit better, um, well because, yeah. um, you know, it's something kind of just, just, so, you know, it's been a crack in some kind exactly. of nice to, yeah. nice to do, you know. So, um, yeah, it's all just in, you know, good fun and, you know, good spirits and all that kind of thing, really. Well, so, that again. It's, it's here a... we go because, you know, there is a lot of work in it and, and, mm. and, and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes, right? You know, keep take it year by year and see how it goes anyway, you know. So, I, I might, I might yeah. win one sometime, huh? Oh, man, <laughs> I'm telling you. You've been robbed now. Robbed <laughs> three times in a row. Oh, stop! This is it. This is it. Because um, yeah, yeah. Um, I oh, know, man. Jesus, if any band deserves to win it, now it's definitely yourselves. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, um, oh no, because like I have to say, like that was definitely one of my picks now of the year. Is uh, the old Bloodwood EP. Thank absolutely you. Absolutely great. Oh, I love it. A lot of good releases last year. Now, yeah, say, it was well. quite strong really? for releases. I have to say. Yeah, just so much stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's amazing, you know? Um, amazing to kind of see it. Um, yeah, it is. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I think it was a dead label. Um, they had just loads of singles out last yeah. year. Um, yeah, a band that just continues to kind of grow and know, grow. Strive forward yeah. and forward each and every time. Um, they're just, yeah, there's just no stopping them, really. That's yeah, just, just yeah, fair mm. place them. You know, if they deserve everything to get them, lads, they just work so hard. Absolutely. Um, yeah, great bands. But I'm um, not just trying to think of more releases and stuff that came out last year. I'm just, unfortunately, kind of drawing a bit of a blank. Okay. Um, but, no, there was so much good stuff. Well, I know, um, Paper Tigers, not Paper Tigers, sorry. Um, uh, his other band, uh, Thieves. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they did really, really well, I think, with uh, the old, um, you know, Irish Metal Polo Wars things. Well, you had them for a clack as well. I think uh, they dropped around Mask last year. It's a great mixture of yeah. all the new stuff last year, now, I have to say. Brilliant. But, um, I think it's great. But yeah, yeah, it was keep on... Uh, keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Keep on. Keep on. So, um, you know, like, I'll uh, hopefully... Like, I try doing a bit of a live Facebook stream there, mm. uh, through uh, just some sort of software thing um, that makes you 
you know, you can stream stuff live. Yeah, yeah. And I tried doing the interview, so I might get back to that again at some stage because I do miss the interview something sandwich, I have to say. I really do like um, yeah. They're a big part of the show, um, the interviews. And, you know, I would love to get back to it again. But I have to say, doing a show pre-recorded and doing a show live is just a completely different energy. I miss yeah. the whole live thing. I yeah. just do. Yeah, it's um, not the same. That's the thing with live, man. You just... If things go tits up, they just go tits up, like exactly. Um, you know, have, have you got a qu- time for a very, very quick story? Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I did a Siege of Limerick special, and uh, I think it was the, the lead singer and guitarist from Bloodshot Dawn. Okay. Um, and the thing with Flirt FM as well, I, everything I do is on the phone. It's just the way the setup is. Yeah. Um, so what you have to do is you have to buy yourself because. All of the um, all of the interviews that I do, um, you know, you have to like you, I pay for them myself. You know, right. you have to get a call card to do it. Oh, right, okay. And um, there's no kind of online operator or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so basically, you have to get yourself a Tesco call card, international call card, and yeah. top it up, and um, go and do the the calls. So. Um, Anyway, I had one, and it wasn't a Tesco one that I could top up. It was just one that I kind of bought, like, credit in the shop. Yeah. And uh, I had done one with Steve from Abaddon and Carnet. He was over in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it went on a little bit longer than I expected. And it was a great interview with Steve. And um, so then, anyway, I had Josh on. And uh, I was chatting away to him anyway. And I was going grand and all that kind of stuff. And then, <laughs> you know, the automated voice kicked in. Oh, no. And... Uh, it said, uh, what was it? Um, you know, you have a, a warning. You have, um, you have like, uh, whatever it was, like uh, two year or less. Please, please top up soon or this uh, thing will expire. And yeah. then your man, your man, I think it was Josh from uh, Blood Champagne. And he's like, what the hell was that? And this is all live on air. And I was like, um, oh, yeah, we have to wrap things up now, uh, <laughs> you know. Credits kind of run low, like, and it was so fucking unprofessional and everything. <laughs> <You get laughs> but, um, so then, anyway, he was just he was chatting away he's in the middle of talking about you know his new album, Demons. Oh, I think God. it was it was coming out at the time. He's in the middle of talking about that, and then it was just like, um, credit expired, credit expired. Oh, and no. with loads of people sending me messages, going, What the fuck, kind of a you know, um, what kind of a show you're running at all, and blah blah. <laughs> and, yeah, it was, but at the same time. You know, it's live, and that's yeah. what happens on live radio. And you do get a bit of a buzz, like, even though if it does go tits up, like um, whether pre-recording is just um, it seems to be more refining the time. Yeah, and just you know, like when you're doing something pre-recorded, you find your tracks, and you can just record the segments all individually and just drop them in. Yeah, and uh, it's just not that same kind of energy. You know, if hearing the track, actually hearing it live, and yeah. then talking about it afterwards straight afterwards um it's just you, you just can't beat that you know no, it's great absolutely and uh, do you know something i am um, you know it it'll be great when you eventually get back to doing your live shows as well i'm sure people will be only dying to hear you again <laughs> yeah oh, cheers man yeah yeah hopefully now hopefully um but no it's like yeah no it's um yeah i'm looking forward to getting back to it but yeah maybe doing my own you know, sort of live thing from the website yeah. might be the way to go. Well, well look, uh, I mean, there's no harm in trying it out, you know. 
Yeah, this is it. This is it, you know. And even, you know, before I get the license, I can just play, um, you know, I just play a lot of, um, you know, underground stuff or yeah. whatever for the time being. Absolutely. Um, you know, which are, that's, that's pretty much what I play all the time. Pretty much, anyway. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, but, um, so, but yeah, no, I always, as you know yourself, I'll always prioritise um, underground music because, like, yeah. the stuff as well with the latest... Um, the latest stuff that comes out from the record labels, like, you know, your latest Marilyn Manson track or Machine Head track, like, everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah. Like, there's no point in me playing that. I don't think, anyway. Like, I know yeah. some people might prefer me to play more, you know, main, not mainstream, but more commercial stuff, more, yeah. you know, stuff that's out in the media a bit mm-hmm. more, a bit more. Well known, show. Yeah. Well, I always think it's better just to play a band, even if you think they're a shite. You know, um, even if that's your opinion of them, I always yeah. think it's better to police a band you've never heard of before. Because, like, in this day and age, man, like, you know, um, you can hear any band at any time. You know, like the yeah. stuff that I play on the show, you might not hear, you might, you know, hear a band you've never heard of before and go, geez, they were pretty cool. You yeah. know, um, you know, whether, yeah, there is, yeah, rather than, you know, yourself playing. Um, the stuff from all the big labels, so that's yeah. just the way. And the way, I, the way I, like to I, I think that so, the underground bands appreciate it. We really do, you know yourself. Ah, yeah. To be honest, man, I like you know. There's some bands I'm playing, and they're just like, how the fuck are these lads not signed? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. how are they? Um, you know, how are these lads not snapped up? You know, yeah. um, just. I don't know. Like, I do genuinely think, um, like, obviously the bigger bands have, you know, better productions, but it's not about the production all the no. time. You know, it's about the sound and it's about, yeah. you know, it's about the energy and stuff like that. And you can hear that from these underground bands. Yeah. You know, they sound They're hungry. hungry. Hungry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They sound like, you know, um, you know, they, they really want it. You know, they really, you know, enjoy it and yeah. love it. And you, you can just hear that energy coming across as cheesy as that may sound but it's true no, it's true. Yeah, you just that come across you know there's a lot of hunger um, in this country at the moment something like that that these underground bands capture that the kind of bigger bands don't really capture so much yeah. anymore they did maybe once in age but not really so not much anymore, anymore. No. you're right but, yeah but um, no I'll play underground bands and in particular Irish underground bands any day over the big boys any day that's like I just right. that's what we like to hear every time absolutely I just will I'll <clears throat> away you know mm. um because i remember at one stage we were doing this you know irish metal band only special it's kind of like every show now it's just yeah. like an irish metal band only special <laughs> you know and uh yeah it is there's just so much stuff so much stuff there like yeah it's just it's un- it's unreal you know it's unreal i remember at one stage kind of going you know back years ago kind of yeah. You know, kind of thinking, who will I play on the show tonight? Kind of just kind of going, oh, no, I played them last week. And whether now is just like, you know, there's reams of stuff to choose yeah. from. And it's all Irish. It's yeah. all Irish. It's fantastic. Pretty much all of it is Irish. It's just like, yep, I'm going to play them, lads. Or well, I'll do a lot of time. It's like I do go on, like, with bands, you know, definitely, you know, push yourselves, without yeah. doubt. Or pull up, you know, there's, um, I think it's um, Adrian uh, Moeller um, has a page, just, you know, the Irish Metal Facebook That's right, page. yeah, yeah. 
you know, uh, bands, you know, pages like that, I'll just scroll through them sometimes before a show. Yeah, you might find something. And I'll just see, um, I'll just see if a band has something that they've released. Um, I'll go through Bandcamp as well, and I'll search through the tabs for the Irish metal stuff. And um, But yeah, like, uh, bands just send me your stuff as well, yeah. you know? Um, Absolutely. There's a couple of bands that released stuff this year, and I didn't even know about it. Really? I think Bay for Creed dropped one this year That's and I right. didn't know about it at yeah, all yeah. Um, and like they are a band who are, I just must have been online they are a band who do you know push themselves a lot they're a great band yeah. Um, but yeah just um, but yeah just uh, drop me a line absolutely um, or send me a message on uh, Facebook on the Korean Titanium page yeah. awesome just that's awesome do it yeah Trev. all the time every Trev, yeah, man. We, I look, yeah, we are going to, to wrap. We're going to wrap it up now, okay? Um, yeah, perfect. Uh, but I just want to th- again. I just want to thank you for coming on and having the chats with me. And and as I said it again, there's a lot of backslapping going on today, but I don't care because it's well deserved. Thanks very much for everything you've done for my band and my 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 releases. Oh. I'm sure I talk for all the metal, the Irish metal bands in the country as well. So. Um, you know, you're as I say, you're one of the the staples of Irish metal, and long may that continue. You know. Oh, cheers, man! I really appreciate that. I never you. even kind of saw myself in that kind of light at all. Well, I do. Believe. I do. Yeah. So. Oh, cheers, man! Well, thanks. Yeah. I really appreciate that. No, it's lovely to hear that. Thanks, man. So, um, um, is when is Cranium Titanium back? Is it, is it just a pre-recorded shows at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, it's just pre-recorded shows. We're right. off the air now for a bit. Now I can might do a couple of mixed cloud um, shows or something like that. Yeah. I get the time. But we're back in September. Right. Like hopefully they are in flirt. They're looking at trying to get some sort of a live thing set up, which would be great. Yeah, it would. So it's weird. I don't know what it is. It's just like I, I think when you're live, it's just like you know that's your time, and yeah. you know whatever happens. You know, happens. you've got a show to do in an hour, and yeah. that's that. You know, there's no fanning around, there's nothing. And it gives you time as well, if there's some tracks that you can't think it's properly listen to, it gives you time to listen to them again. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, and... Excellent. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll... Uh, Positive take buddy. Yeah, <laughs> so it'd be great. Cool. Well, listen, uh, we're going to sign off here, and... Um, yeah, I'm sh- perfect, we, dude. I'm, I'm sure we'll be doing this again at some point. No? Yeah, or if not, I'll have you on my show. Absolutely, like absolutely. Yeah, it has to be, it has to be done again. Because um, yeah, it'd be great to have you on to talk about your projects. And yeah, you know, you've got lots to talk about there as well with uh, the Slayer thing starting up the Ghost of War, and yeah. you know, um, you know, even even the chat about your releases that you did last year as well. It'd be great yeah. to chat about yeah. them. It'd be great to chat about you know the order of lies a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Ch- you know, it'd be great to chat about all that absolutely. stuff as well, man. So absolutely. yeah. Let's get you on as well. Have a have an hour again. Absolutely. Listen, thanks very much for coming on to the show. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me. So uh, everybody you listen out to Cranium Titanium and all the old previous episodes on Mixcloud. Um but we're going for now, so adios.